everyone. Welcome to our first Party Talk podcast. Let's get this party started. Susan Bauer here, your host for our program, and I am super excited to welcome Kimberly Warner, Senior Vice President from Wisconsin. Kimberly has been partying with Norwex for six years. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you, Susan. I'm so excited to be here. This podcast series is all about the party, and it's actually, we have two parts. Part one is about your pre-party game plan or your pre-party anthem, as Kimberly likes to call it. And part two is all about taking stock after the party. So for this podcast, we are going to cover that pre-party anthem. So Kimberly, why a pre-party anthem? Okay. Well, you know, I like to have like silly, uh, memorable things. So um, we call it this, and I often train my team the benefits of a pre-party anthem. Because, you know, it's really easy to let the stress of the day um, or my dog barking, which hopefully no one could hear, (laughs) affect how you feel. And, um, you know, in turn, that usually can affect how your party turns out, whether that's in a good way or a bad way. So, you know, depending on what you're leaving, um, sometimes that affects the the ultimate party at the end of the day. That that is so true. I always like to think of it as you kind of need to close that door, you know, have that buffer. And then walk into your host home um, with different sort of game plan on. So you have four tips. So let's um, let's share those with everyone, starting with what it takes to kind of turn that attitude and your mindset so that each and every party really is what you want it to be. So let's start with uh, with those tips. Okay. So, yep, I do have four tips, and um, the first is really just about getting your head in the game, and that's before you even leave the house, Um, and this is how it kind of pertains to what I like to call guiding the guilt factor. So, you know, many of us in the Norwich family, we're stay-at-home moms, or we work full-time during the day, we have kids and a husband at home. Um, Oftentimes, we are walking out of the door to go to a party right at what I call the witching hour. If you're a mom, you know that hour. (laughs) It's the (laughs) hour where, (laughs) right, your kids are crying, everybody's hungry, they just got home from school, dinner needs to be made, or in my case, even thought of. (laughs) That's the worst part. Thinking, right? Thinking of dinner. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe husbands are, you know, just getting home from work or, you know, we're trying to or they're maybe trying to rush home early or waiting your babysitter's arrival. You know, it's really hard to walk out of the door and walk into somebody else's and have your game face on, ready to entertain and educate other people on the wonders of Norwex, right? So guiding the guilt is really just a thought process. And when you feel that guilt hitting you, whether it's, you know, as you walk out the door or once you open the door to your car um, I taught myself a long time ago to create a little mantra that you can repeat as you're walking out the door. So, I for example, that. yeah, thanks. Um, so, for example, when I used to feel this way, I would say to myself, doing this Norwex party is something for me, something that I need to do. I need to feel more like a real person. I need to put clothes on instead of just wearing pajamas all day. And I would like to feel less like a mop in the corner. Um, party nights definitely are going to strengthen the bond that my kids have with their hardworking dad, and it'll also afford me the opportunity to do things special for Maddie and Jack Lloyd that I couldn't otherwise do. So I would kind of just repeat this sort of mantra in my head over and over. Um, and then I'd also remind myself that I always come home in a good mood. Even my no- my husband would notice. He's like, you should do more parties this week. You're kind of crabby. <laughs> so after, <laughs> after a party, I guess I come home happy. So I know he always prefers that mood um, 
better than the one I'm in during the witching hour, and I'm trying to throw dinner on the table and run out the door. So, um, you know, guiding the guilt factor is really just about that mantra and having something you can tell yourself every day that stays the same that you know is kind of the positive things that are going to come out of that night. That is such great advice, I and and that is so true. There is that witching hour, and it is hard. So that leads to <laughs> tip number two, your playlist. What's your yes. playlist? Even if you're a bad singer and you sing really loud, I mean, it's totally fine, especially if you're yep. in a car. So, yeah. Yes, this no, is unless one you of have the windows favorites. down, nobody's going to hear you. Yes, and even still. Everybody else loves yeah. doing it. So, um, no, this is one of my favorite tips because music really speaks to me in so many ways. But, you know, if you're not a music lover, I do have a, a couple tips for you, too. So that's that's fine. So it's not all about music. But I do think that um, this tip is really about getting your game face on. Like now you've kind of got your head in the game. You know, you've left the house. Now you're like, okay, you're going to get your game face on. And it's kind of getting yourself in the mood, if you will, you know. And so um, before one of our spring retreats, um, I had asked my team if they had any favorite songs that they listened to on their way to a party or just like a favorite energizing song that inspired them. And a whole bunch of teammates sent, you know, different songs. And what I did was I created a team playlist from those songs. So I just had them printed out on a really pretty card and I laminated the cards. And then every person that attended our spring retreat um, got a copy, you know, a little copy of this, and they loved it. And we just talked about how music can affect your mood, like you just said, and how it can energize you before a show, and it's really just that simple. And so um, we couldn't actually create the playlist, and I really wanted to create it, like, on a CD or whatever and give it to them, but you have to, like, you know, get all sorts of things approved, and so we you can't do that. That's illegal, I guess. Yeah, they so. have copyright laws for that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so... So we just, you know, gave them an idea of a great, of a great playlist and laminated it and like got to take it home if they wanted to download those songs. But, um, and so, you know, we challenged them to like listen to that and every team meeting we play that same, um, music playlist. So, you know, talking about this with your teams can do more than just, um, energize people or get them, you know, in a pre-party anthem. It can also be a training tip and something you can do for your team, you know, in a retreat or something like that. So, um, that was really fun, and, and we love listening to that. Um, and we add songs to it every every season. So every new spring retreat we have, we add some more. But if oh, you're not – yeah, thanks. That's really fun. They love it. Um, so if you're not into music, though, you know, that's really valuable time in the car, whether you're driving 15 minutes or, you know, an hour. And so other things that you could do is you could listen to a learning podcast. So either these, like our new Norwex podcast, which I think are amazing and brilliant because – one of the things is we never have enough time to go through all the resources that Norox offers us, and we have so many. And 15 minutes one way or an hour one way in the car and then, you know, on the flip side to come back is really valuable time that you could use um, to learn some things. So these are really easy because you can listen to these podcasts, whether you're driving or cleaning the kitchen or, you know, nursing your baby. I mean, there's all sorts of great ways that you can maximize podcasts. And there's other direct sales podcasts and business podcasts out there, too. I mean, I've listened to thousands of them. So those are a really great way to kind of get your pre-party anthem on. And then lastly, another great thing would be to maybe talk with an accountability partner or a leader um, to kind of create some motivation for you. Maybe you give each other a goal or something. I used to do this with my leader, Annette. Um, I would call her. We'd be driving to parties in totally different areas of the state. And then we would tell each other about our hostesses and how many people were supposed to be there. And we would say, yeah, we're each going to have a $1,000 party and at least two bookings and one person that we're going to have that recruiting talk with. 
you know, we would kind of like challenge each other and we would set it up and we'd say it out loud and then go into the party. And then it was always fun to catch up, you know, with her a little bit, you know, too, but also to set those goals for each other. And then on the way home, we'd have a follow-up call and see, you know, what successes we had and, you know, what we could have done differently and that sort of thing. So that's also another thing that you could, you know, use that valuable time to do, um, which will help you get excited for going into your party. And so I, I like that because it's kind of a little pep talk for each other and a little bit of a competition, it sounds like. So you find out, yeah. you know, like, how the party go on the way home? One more thing is if you're, you know, you have a new, a new consultant who wants to shadow you on a party, that way to and from the party is, is great training ground for, for them. So, oh, all absolutely. Right. Good. That's that, a good one. That, yeah, but those were all amazing tips. So, And I love that you created a team playlist. Uh, that's so fun. All right, so let's move on to our next tip, tip number three. You know, everybody has good days and bad days. Mm-hmm. It's so true, isn't it? And um, sometimes you're sick <laughs> and you still have to go do the party, and um, I've been there. And honestly, I feel like that lack of excitement can be smelled by your hostesses and guests, just like a dog smells fear, I swear. They can sense if you're thinking about other things, they notice your body language. And so hopefully if you've already started with, you know, my first two tips, that you've already kind of released that stress for the day and you're kind of ready to put on a, a great show and you've gotten your, your mind right, you know. But, um, you know, keep in mind that the small things speak volumes. So when you're checking your watch or texting on your phone, you know, or maybe you're setting up your things and then you're resetting up your things. Um, you know, that all sends a message that you're kind of preoccupied. So you want to be cognizant of those things in your next show and, you know, instead try to use that time to create connection and likability with your hostesses and or with your hostess and your guests. Um, and if you think of each party that you do kind of as a Broadway show, you can kind of remind yourself that every performance deserves your best. And, it's only two hours. A lot of times if I was really like down and out or if I was really not feeling well, I'd say, you know, it's a two-hour thing, door to door. You know, I walk in her door, I walk out. If it's more than two hours, you're talking too long. So it's two hours. You can do anything for two hours, right? You can get yourself through it. You just have to get your mind right. So I tell myself, you know, everyone paid for a ticket to my Broadway show and I owe it to them. And by that, I mean they paid their ticket of their time. You know, they took their time to show up. They came to meet you and hear what you have to say and ultimately purchase Norwex from you and hopefully become a lifelong customer. So, um, you know, if you can kind of keep that in the back of your head, you've already started with the first two tips. Hopefully you're not walking in, you know, feeling angst and, and stressed and preoccupied or sick, but you can at least just put that, leave that at the door and come in and give the best Broadway performance of your life so that you can go home and feel, um, you know, really happy about what you did. And, you know, that's important too because, their time is really valuable, and so is yours. So if you're doing things that aren't making the most of the time that you have, to, as you mentioned, take that time to connect with um, with the people that you went to the party to um, to build that relationship and that rapport with. Um, so that's, those are, that's a great tip. Okay, so um, all right, let's move on. I think we have uh, one more tip. And this is an acronym that you created, Kimberly, and I love it. It's CARE. Uh, so what does CARE stand for? Okay. So I'm usually not a big lover of acronyms because I'm, like, too scatterbrained to remember them. I'm always, like, 
see what does that stand for <laughs> but um this one really just speaks to all of your pre-party steps and it kind of helps to get you on the road to a smooth party so we call it the care mentality and truly that's because you want to care more for your hostess than you've ever had before i feel like we don't talk enough about how to care for your hostess and using that word that's very kind and loving because if you do care for her the success you'll have in parties is going to skyrocket so this is what it stands for. So CARE, C stands for confidence. Um, and this is about building confidence in your hostess. Not a, It's not about you at all. It's about telling her that she is going to have a great show and reminding her that, you know, even something so little as if she could call her guests, you know, the night before the party that have already said, you know, RSVP yes or even maybes and let them know how excited she is to see them she hasn't seen them in a while. She can't wait to give them a hug. You know, these are friends and family of hers that she's invited over. And if you make it seem like she needs to call her guests and remind them to come to a Norix party because they're going to buy some really great regs, then it becomes about you. So really empower your hostess to feel confident that people love her and they've said yes because they like her. They don't even know what Norwex is most often, right? They have they don't even know who I am for sure. So they're coming because of her. So give her the confidence to say, I can't wait to see you and hug you. I haven't seen you in forever. And make it about her seeing them and them coming over and not about a party where they're going to have, feel like they have to buy something. So if you, you know, can build – oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you can build that confidence, it goes such a long way. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. It, that That is really a great tip. And also – for those guests, like she may not even be thinking, everybody's so busy. You know, that last-minute call can be like, oh, I totally forgot. I'm so glad you, you reminded me. And so that just makes them feel good that she took the time to do that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because then they know that, you know, it's really about them. She wants that, them to come and, and see her. And it can be a fun girls' night then that way. And it's not so much pressure to come you know, to a party to buy things. So I think it's so, I think it's huge. Yep. So so C is confidence. What's A? A stands for authenticity. So be yourself. This is obviously my central message. So if anyone knows me, this is like my word. Um, so you know, it's as something as little as I mean, I sit on the floor at parties. Like I don't stand like a teacher. I literally just sit on the floor by the fireplace or in front of the coffee table, whatever. I'm very like low key. There's no table. Nothing's you know pretty and fancy um but it's just what is authentic to me and so it makes me real it makes me approachable um and you have to do what's authentic to you you know if you are a teacher and standing and being teacher um like in your presentation is authentic then that's what you need to do i mean don't try to be me and sit on the floor but (laughs) especially if you have bad knees don't sit on the floor but um you know that is just me it's who i am and that's one thing that is it's about you but in the party it kind of makes that approachability and that factor where people feel like they can they're really getting to know you and they're buying you before they're buying Norwex and that just creates such an ease so authenticity is um is always important so confidence is C authenticity A is authenticity R is for reliability Reliability. So this is really simple. It's just do what you say you're going to do and don't forget you said it. <laughs> so if you said you're going to bring a particular product to demo, make sure you bring it. If you're going to call her on a certain day and certain time, call at that day and time. I mean, this is just simple, but super important. It builds trust with your hostess. And again, it all comes back to how you care for your hostess. 
So that, and these are all things that, you know, happen before the party even starts. Again, this is still before you're telling her, building her confidence before you're authentic from, from the party where she met you at, you know, and now you're reliable, you know, you're reliable. You're telling her when you're going to do something, um, you know, when you're going to call her to go over her guest list or, you know, those sorts of things in your hostess coaching. So it's just doing what you say you're going to do. And that builds a lot of trust too. So that's that's great. All right. So moving on to E, the last yep, lettering pair. The last one, excitement. Hello. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> being excited. I mean, have fun and smile. And this is not a scary job, y'all. This is fun. I mean, who would not want to go out and talk with other adults, especially if you're home with kids during the day? Share your favorite product in the whole world. Have fun. I mean, I just sometimes I I wonder like how we get paid to do what we do because it is so much fun. And I can't help but smile and laugh. And I even say that. I'm like, who wouldn't want to do my job? Like it's sort of a, a recruiting seed. So, yeah, I just think that's that's kind of um, excitement. Just remember to be excited. And they usually are if you are. That was fabulous, Kimberly. So that ends part one of our two-part series. Uh, and part two is all about taking stock inventory of how did the party go. So until next time.